well, I guess it's time for the abortion episode. Apparently, there's been a leak. The first leak of its kind in forever. Out of the Supreme Court. That is attempting to announce that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Now, some people are very excited about this. Others, not so much. Um, If you talk to a lawyer that's being intellectually honest, they will tell you that Roe v. Wade is a poor decision. Flimsy. Really, it should be up to the states because there's not really anything in the federal constitution that supports national abortion laws. But I guarantee you, all the people that are lined up with their signs yelling and screaming out in front of the courthouse right now have no idea how that works. They have no idea how federal law works versus state law. And I bet a lot of them (laughs) are paid to actually be there. Uh, As I record this, the article went up three hours ago on Politico announcing that, uh, or, or I guess linking to a PDF of Justice Alito's decision in uh, support of overturning Roe v. Wade, which makes abortion legal federally across the country and ties the hands of state uh, leadership to determine its own laws. A little bit from Politico, the Supreme Court has voted to overturn abortion rights. Draft opinion shows. The Supreme Court has voted to strike down the landmark Roe v. Wade decision, according to an initial draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito circulated inside the court and obtained by Politico. So somebody leaked this decision out. And it's just caused nothing but chaos so far. And a lot of people, myself included, are real suspicious about how this has all come together so quickly. And there's plenty of videos. Um, Here's something uh, from Douglas Blair. uh, At Douglas K. Blair on Twitter. Hundreds and hundreds of people with their signs made, their chants rehearsed, uh, all looking pretty peaceful right now. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say there's much to panic about. That's the problem when you pay people for their support versus, uh, you know, letting things happen organically. <coughs> the thing is, if you want an abortion and you live in a state that allows abortions, you can still get an abortion. Now, if you live in a state that wants to make abortions illegal, you might have to travel to a different state. However, an abortion is still available to you. This is a bunch of ginned up hysteria from the liberal left trying to create more chaos as if they haven't created enough chaos 
already. I think there's a very small percentage of people that believe it is never okay to have an abortion. I am not one of those people. I think there are very specific situations where it should be okay. What I really want to know is why is there no other option? People have their babies premature at 28 weeks. That's barely over halfway there. And these babies can survive. In fact, according to the last time I looked, the science was only limited to its ability to reproduce the functions of the placenta, which means that they only, that's the only obstacle they need to overcome to completely grow a child in a vat. Planned Parenthood, the healthcare provider that performs most of the abortions in the country, gets $500 million in taxpayer money every year. Well, they used to. Then along came Donald Trump. I think a lot could probably be accomplished in the way of figuring out how to sustain a fetus outside of the womb with that $500 million a year that we're sending to just kill the babies. If you don't have kids, you don't really understand. I'm sorry. I've only been a father for four years, but I can tell you, no one can explain it to you in a way that will convey how differently you feel about children when you have some of them yourself. But not everybody wants kids. I get that. Not everybody should be forced to have kids. But everyone should take responsibility for their own decisions. And what I feel with these protests is a sense of tantrum aimed at resisting taking responsibility for your own decisions. If you don't want to have kids, there's a lot of things you can do short of having an abortion. And if you don't feel like doing any of those things, I'm not sure I'm very sympathetic to you with your uh, unplanned pregnancy, but I don't know what the right answer is. Carry it to term, give it up for adoption. It seems off that in the year 2022, that's the only option other than aborting it. But the federal government doesn't get to tell the states what to do. The federal government is supposed to let the states make their own laws about most things. And that's what I think the outrage and the protests are really about. The left doesn't want to give away its power. Elon Musk buys Twitter. Everybody freaks out because that's a loss of power. Ron DeSantis passes legislation taking away Disney's special privileges. The left loses their minds because they've lost more power. CNN Plus fails. Netflix fails. Disney loses power. And here we go. Now we begin to ramp up the violence. Now all of these people on the left, I'm willing to bet many that were clutching their pearls at all of the implications from the January 6th insurrection 
are the same ones organizing these uh, protests at the Supreme Court, where uh, Barrier went up in almost no time. Very suspicious. But all it would take is a sane voice of reason to explain to people that it's not the federal government's job to dictate to the states what laws they can or cannot pass. But the federal government has a long history of trying to flex their power over the state's right to decide their own laws. And they're even getting into uh, election laws as well. They want to federalize elections to make, to make it easier to cheat. I don't believe that there's anything that this government will do to return rights or freedoms or power to the people that are paying for the whole thing. We pay hundreds and hundreds of tax dollars to this government for them to trample all over our rights, grant special privileges to the corporations that do what they say, and to imprison people who lawfully protested the trampling of their rights. And all they do is scream about the threat to our democracy. Free speech is a threat to our democracy. Well, look, Democrats control Congress. They control the Senate by default because it's a 50-50 split. And Kamala Harris is the vice president of the Senate. So she gets to cast the tie-breaking vote. And they also control the executive. So who's a threat to democracy? We, the people that they don't listen to anyway? Why are they so afraid of our right to speak freely? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because Netflix is crumbling. Disney lost $41 billion. And Twitter doesn't belong to them anymore. So now we get a disinformation governance board and essentially a collapse in information security resulting in this leak of the Supreme Court decision. It's a circus. You don't pull all this off in three hours without it being planned. I can't get people to show up to something with a week's notice. These people were three hours. They were sitting at home writing their signs in preparation when the word finally came down. No. This is deliberate. This is the chaos that we should expect. Because we lost control of our country. This is what happens when we just sit back and take it. When we let our politicians trample our rights, when we let our journalists lie to our faces, and we let teachers corrupt the minds of our children. But I get it. You're a wage slave. You're on the plantation. You did everything that you were supposed to do. You're hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt because you went to college or you bought a house, a couple nice cars. And now you just don't have time. You got to, you got to go to work. You got to take your kids to daycare. You, you want to get home and watch Yellowstone. You don't want to turn on the TV. You don't want to read articles. You don't want to try to figure out what the politicians are up to. So it got away from you. 
It got away from me up until just a few years ago. But you learn where to look. You recognize patterns. And then people come to power that put it all on display. I don't know if Donald Trump is going to run again in 2024. But he may have already made his greatest contribution to human society because we now see that all across the world, not just in this country, the tyrants are on parade. They play up a pandemic, trample our rights, take away our freedoms, throw us in jail, slap masks on our faces and needles in our arms. And we know there's no going back. There's no compromise. There's no return to normal. This is our fate at the hands of this leadership. And if we continue to sit idly by and let it happen time after time after time, then we get what we deserve. And knowing what you know today, you have to ask yourself honestly, what was COVID really about? February 2020, Trump was a racist for suggesting that we stop international travel from China. And then Nancy Pelosi is encouraging people to come down and celebrate. It's exciting to be here, especially at this time, uh, to be able to be unified with our community. Not a single uh, we mask. We want to be vigilant about what it might be on the, uh, what is out there in other places. We want to be careful about how we deal with it. But we do want to say to people, come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're, again, careful, safe, and come join us. And so this is from the very beginning of the pandemic. When none of us knew what to expect. Well, some of us knew what to expect. The people that were responsible for the virus knew exactly what it was capable of, what it could do. The most important thing was seizing control of information and the population and scaring people so badly that they would beg to have their freedoms taken away so that they could just be safe. It's not such a bad thing to want. But at what point do you say, it's too much, give it back, let me be a grown-up, I don't like this, I'll be in charge of myself and my own body, I'll be back. Goodbye.